the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening. Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and we encourage you to call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free 866-308-8867, the number to call if you're outside of San Antonio, and uh, it's a nice day out here at the nursery. Yeah, it's yeah. a little muggy. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to. It's okay if you can swim, but it's supposed to get ninety degrees today. Yeah, so is it supposed Last to burn off? Full cat, I thought. Yeah, imagine so. But if it doesn't burn off, it probably won't get to be ninety. Oh, you're probably right. But anyway, yeah, uh, pretty day out here at that Mill oh, yeah, Lots of perfect. Lots of color. My goodness, look at all the color out there. Did you ever d- determine what those burnt orange coxcomb were? I don't see them. You don't see them at all? They're right there. Where are they? <laughs> if they're uh, on the uh, right side of your radio, if you just look a little bit past the numbers there, you'll see them. And Are, uh, are they over there by the new look? Yes. The red, uh, yeah. the red ones on maroon foliage? No, you're going to say that new look, the maroon, are just so brilliant and, and lovely that you can't even see the burnt orange. Is that what you were going to say? No, I can see uh, oh, okay. uh, an orange. Is the burnt orange in front of that or behind that? I think it's in front of it. Yeah. I see it in front of it. And Calvin's been leading uh, butterfly tours here. <laughs> Accidental butter. You What, what did you all spot? Oh, the... Um you know, we've been debating whether hops is a legitimate plant to grow in <laughs> in our area. And then, of course, the paper a couple of weeks ago had an article about somebody trying to yeah. do it commercially. Uh, but then, and Milberters had planted uh, some to show an example. And the uh, staff, Mary and uh, Claudette, had discovered question mark butterflies, uh, the butterflies that uh, like to lay their eggs on hops, and there they, there they were on the Milburgers planted. So there are five or six of us who are looking through f- for the caterpillars and for the chrysalis there, and uh, they captured a couple of the butterflies. Pretty really a distinctive butterfly. Part you know, just another chapter in the certified butterfly garden. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, it was fun. Now we got lots. Speaking of certified butterfly. We got lots of uh, tropical uh, milkweed, milkweed and a couple of kinds of misflower. Misflower looking good now too, and pentas. If you got shady places that you need plant, that gara is a real attractor. There's those are pretty attractive. That 
I'm not normally a Garo advocate, but uh, the, those, the pink ones in those uh, darker pink uh, are, are really attractive, too. And then, let's see, there's one other plant out there. Oh, the zinnias. Yeah. Oh, oh did you see Are the there zinnias? some zinnias? Yeah. <laughs> there's uh, at least three different kinds of zinnias out there. There's the uh, Dreamland uh, hybrids that are, have the big... Uh, tract of flowers, dense dense blooms, but they're they only get to be about 12, 14 inches tall. And then there's uh, uh, some of the uh, hybrid that is a little uh, more drought tolerant. And then there's some more uh, uh, basic uh, Mexican uh, zinnias too that are even more uh, drought tolerant. But all of them, the butterflies like all of those. Have y'all got any zinnias planted in the? Oh yeah, butterfly garden. Yeah, uh, yeah. You don't think I would <laughs> give my stamp of approval? I thought maybe you'd overlooked it or something. Well, no, I would. If it would have been up to me, there would be uh, half, the whole thing. Would half have been of the, zinnias, half so. of the. Yeah, if you're looking to uh, to uh, get a high counts of butterflies and diverse butterflies, you know, you would put your miss flower. Yeah. Zinnias and the milkweed in there. And yeah, you would get you get almost every and the, variety. Uh, we've got the reds, uh, uh, porter weeds. In. Oh, that's right too. And they, they've thinned out a little bit. Yeah, from part of, yesterday. Part of it is I I took a wagon load. Oh, and, did you? Yeah, five. Well, I got five plants. Uh, they're six six ninety eight or something. That uh, but. Uh, that that's the the best one to surprise me a little bit that 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 was the one that dwarf red. Yeah, that red is a like I said a smaller growing plant than the other. Yeah, and I expect I will have to ask uh, uh, later on from to see when if they know when we're going to get any other porterweed. Yeah, but then it'd be nice to get the the, the large uh, purple too. You can tell from here they've just got a profusion of blooms on them. Well, you like one per plant? <laughs> one per plant. <laughs> That's what always used to throw me about, the, about that porterweed. I, I would uh, tease Paul Cox about that. Now, that's that's a, a kind of a, <laughs> a appropriate time uh, to mention porterweed, too, because uh, yeah. I know folks that get the Express News have probably noticed that there was a Life tribute uh, right up in the faith section of the Express News today, full page. And it's also in mysa.com. Is it? Yeah, okay. so if you don't get the Express, you can, you can and it's a great article. Yeah, all. yeah it, it is. Talk about his, of course, we, we emphasize this horticulture knowledge, although we talked a lot about his weird sense of humor, too. <laughs> so did yeah, the article. Well, the, the, a lot of people experienced it on this very <laughs> same this mm-hmm. very program. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, he, Succulents he, for he Christmas trees. Yeah, he was great. He was a great uh, uh, botanist and horticulturist, and, uh, and very important. Uh, yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Part to the botanical gardens. Yeah. A lot. A lot of people think about the uh, think about uh, Mr. Moy's uh, uh, Doctor Moy's uh, contributions, like Moy Grandi and. Uh, and the uh, citrus, the fr- Arctic frost and uh, orange frost, those would have never come into being without Paul Cox. Yeah. 
because he was our communicator with <laughs> through Mr. Moy. For year for years, I would go to him and say, uh, <laughs> "Well, t- tell Mr. Moy to do this, or see if you can get Mr. Moy to cross these two plants." The one we never did uh, really get a good crawl out of was uh, Gold Star Esperanza. We wanted him to uh, cross that with something else and maybe get a sterile Gold Star that, that wouldn't have seed. And uh, so for, year, for years, I would tra- let Paul translate my what I, what I wanted him to do. Well... Then later, in later years, I found out that Paul couldn't, he couldn't understand Paul and <laughs> Paul couldn't understand him. All these t- t- times that we were trying to uh, get messages to Mr. Moore that he could understand. Yeah. Paul, Paul, oh. Paul was pretty persuasive, though, but it was a different kind of yeah. persuasive. Yeah, he would, would kind of like... Uh, You'd talk about this great plant or potential for a great plant, and then he just kind of yeah. look at look at you. So, <laughs> Mister Moore, you mean? Yeah, or yeah, or Paul. Well, do you want to go ahead and work on that? I mean, it's kind of like, what, why are you talking about this when you could be working on it? You know? yeah, yeah. So he, yeah, uh, he was great. Yeah, okay. he, uh, we, uh, he would come to come to us with. Uh, Plant promotions, <laughs> Porter uh, Weed, boy, and yeah, Bubba, Bubba <laughs> Willie, uh, yeah. Well, Bubba was a winner. Yeah, you see a lot Bubba of them Desert Willis. Yeah, even even it over overcame the great plant char- characteristics. Overcame the name there, of Bubba. Yeah, the but the majority of uh, Paul Cox plants are thorny and gray, <laughs> which are not big sellers, but. Uh, he would always help us with what we were interested in. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he he was great at knowing where plants of those uh, hard to find uh, plants were located. Well, you better if you had Paul in your vehicle, though, and if you slowed down for a stop sign or or uh, to make a turn or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, several times that I hear the door open and Paul's jumped out. He's seen something in the, <laughs> yeah, the side in the of the bushes. road. Yeah, and he, he knew. Yeah, he'd right. He would. Uh, it would uh, it stick in his mind. So yeah. he could always tell you where to go back and see. Oh yeah, thing. that was always the funnest thing is when he was on the show. <laughs> now, you can see a great specimen uh, of that magnolia. Right, right. If you go down Blanco <laughs> and right before the church, there's a small alleyway. If you turn in that alleyway and look to your left, right then, yeah, which he, was so cool. He was uh, uh, probably not good on. We would, probably wouldn't re- relate, uh, rate him good on the holidays, though, would we, Milton? The bunny, the no, Easter the, bunny, the uh, the yeah, <laughs> and Christmas the cat <laughs> releasing the rabbits. At, uh, that was the April uh, the April Fool's uh, joke. It, it, it kind of went over poorly, and uh, it was just. <laughs> I think we were all kind of shocked. Uh-huh. So, so that the kids can we're going to release the bunnies at the botanical garden, which seemed like a horrible idea to begin with. And then, but in order for the kids to have a good time, we're going to hobble them by just cutting. It's like, ah, Paul, no, <laughs> no, don't go there. The but, gra- uh, greatest thing about Paul Cox, in, in my opinion, 
was uh, his humanitarian uh, characteristics. And uh, they mentioned it in this article in today's paper that uh, the, the most shot, the most uh, standout thing that he did, did, did it impressed me was uh, they hired, they, they wanted to hire a, a, a deaf worker. And uh, Robert, and uh, so Paul learned plant uh, sign language. Yeah. So they could hire that guy, and uh, he uh, he uh, started working for the botanical garden, communicating through with Paul Cox, and uh, he retired just uh, last year or year before. That uh, a guy that would not have been able to get that job was enough for Paul Cox learning sign language. Huh. And he learned, you know, when they were putting in the Japanese garden, <laughs> uh, they uh, he lear- he learned. I-, I don't know if he learned to speak Japanese, but the workers were all from Japan. And uh, Paul would communicate with him in Jap- Jap- Japanese. Huh. I think I think he had a book, oh, you okay. know, a little translation book. But uh, that got the Japanese garden built. And that and, takes a very sensitive mindset. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then uh, his communication with uh, Doctor Moy was uh, was high on. <laughs> On my list of major accomplishments, and uh, he, uh, uh, when uh, we decided to put uh, more grande hibiscus on the uh, on the market, I went to Paul and I said, "Will Mister Moy let me have some cuttings of uh, more of more?" Oh, well, at that time it was unnamed, but uh, we eventually became more grindy. There's the burnt orange. Oh yeah. And Paul would. Paul said, "Well, he wouldn't give them to anybody else, but he'll give them to you." So, uh, and he would also let me. Mister Moore would also let me take his picture, and he didn't like for people to take his picture. Hmm. So the pictures you see of Mister Moore. Uh, Mainly translated through Paul Cox, so uh, he he was a, he was he was a good worker with people. Now the uh, botanical gardens is tentatively, I don't know, I don't think it's a secret, but uh, they're they're going to have a, a memorial event for Paul on the fifteenth of June. Yeah, it's in the paper. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, ten o'clock. Ten in the morning. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It should say there. There's yeah, that's it. June 10 a.m. Botanical okay. Garden. Yeah. So that indicates that uh, all of you that have had a positive experience with Paul, or even some of you that didn't have a positive <laughs> <laughs> could attend. No, we want to hear the negative experiences. <laughs> uh, that that was the, the, that was uh, Paul was negative and positive and uh, and uh, unusual and sometimes weird even. But he knew he knew his trees. Oh gosh, mm-hmm. he was you great. know Paul, Paul and I went to uh, Europe together on uh, on ten days of living hell with a as a tour guide for old people, Milton. Oh okay. 
and they were they would they would uh, they would go by a plant or, or a tree or blooming or whatever, and ask what that was, and they would ask that over and over. You yeah, know, uh, different people would ask that over and over. Paul would he got every one of them. The tree trees of Europe, huh? So. Uh, he he was well versed in uh, yep. trees, and all basically all plants. He was well versed, and an author. Yeah, the yeah. La- the last plant that uh, he wanted me to propagate was a, a white sinisa. Oh, about in his backyard, out the fence of his backyard, and. Uh, we we never did uh, meet up with some cuttings, so uh, we we're waiting for that to bloom again. And uh, his wife and what can call me, and we'll come out and get cuttings and uh, a white, of a white sinisa. Might call it the Paul Cox sinisa, huh? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That'll be the tamest name of anything that he's been associated with, uh, <laughs> Paul. All right. That sounds great. Thanks. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, uh, you can find that in the uh, the paper today, or you can get it on myessay.com. Just go, uh, search for Paul Cox. You'll find uh, the first thing that came up for me was obituary. The second thing that came up was the article. They've got a date of uh, May 17th on it. Uh, but, and so that's the way. And was, I think there was only two. There might have been one more, but I'm not sure. Uh, but, yeah, so... Uh, and then uh, that's a great picture. Uh, yeah, Paul, that, is, that is a great picture, of Paul. Um, so, all right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, real quick, I want to talk to you about Spider Man Pest Control uh, and uh, the number to call over there and speak to Warren Remy or anybody is two one zero. Six five six thirty seven twenty one. I'll give you that number again in a minute, but let me tell you why you should call them. If you're looking for guys that know what they're doing, over 40 years' experience uh, in helping San Antonio and families remain pest-free, uh, that's the company to call. If you're looking for the people that have helped out restaurants, people whose livelihoods depend upon being insect and roach-free, then you need to talk to Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control. Find a business that uses Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control, like Mill Burgers here or restaurants around town, and they'll tell, they'll sing his praises. So uh, you can, uh, they actually will sing it. They go, ah, and then they'd sing it. Who? Is that right? Yeah. Oh, it's a- Who's, does anybody have a good voice here? No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just, when you're singing praises, it doesn't matter how good your voice is. Uh, ask them about the Into Care mosquito trapping system so that you're prepared this summer to uh, enjoy your outside and to uh, have as much fun as possible uh, in the yard without being bit up. Uh, ask about the specials, their wildlife management, lawn fertilization, and more at Spider-Man Pest Control. That number again, 210-656-3721, and online at GoSpiderManPest.com. Your web of protection since 1976. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment, and we're going to give away our first pair of tickets to Festival of Flowers. To the what? 
Festival of Flowers? No, to the third caller. I'm, I'm deciding now. <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll think about it during the break. You did pretty good on that third caller. I know. Yesterday. That third caller was except for the second callers who were upset. <laughs> so we'll take a break and come back in a moment. Our number, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulvardy Road. Let's face it, if you're growing tomatoes, you know there's nothing better than a homegrown tomato. The only thing that comes close is bragging on that tomato to other people and maybe even winning prizes for those tomatoes. That's why a long time ago, Millburgers established the Top Tomato Contest, a friendly and fun way for gardeners to brag on their tomatoes and win some terrific prizes. This year, that Top Tomato Contest is June 8th at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road, and it all starts at 10 o'clock. It goes from 10 to noon when the judging will take place. There are three different categories, cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, and then the biggest tomato based on weight. And one tomato will be named San Antonio's Top Tomato. So for more information, go to millburgernursery.com and mark your calendars for June 8th. We're going to have lots of fun at Millburgers Top Tomato Contest. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. The killing of babies before and even after they're born might be an issue in the 2020 campaign. Bills to restrict abortions have recently passed in Alabama, Georgia, and Missouri, with the most restrictive signed Wednesday by Alabama's female governor. Thirteen other states have passed or have bills pending that would restrict abortion at various stages. Backers hope the Supreme Court will reconsider its 1973 Roe v. Wade decision, which has led to abortion on demand. Even babies who survive abortion are targeted as in Virginia, where Governor Ralph Northam has said a surviving baby should be made comfortable until the woman and so-called doctor decide what to do. Technology and pregnancy help centers have advanced since 1973, and much help is available. The film Unplanned reveals how Abby Johnson, now pro-life, helped sell abortions for Planned Parenthood and lied to women. Killing 60 million babies has corroded culture and harmed millions of women. It's long past time to get it under control. Polls show the public is ready. Liberal politicians aren't. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Three, two, one. Oh, no. Which button am I... When every second counts, you can't wing it. Uh, Guys, a little help up here? In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan. Then practice home fire drills at least twice a year so everyone knows what to do when they hear... 
Prepare your family at ready.gov slash fire drill. Brought to you by FEMA, the Ag Council, and Make Safe Happen. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Oh, I meant to bring you that strawberry, my dime-sized strawberry. Uh, 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 we'd rather you just <laughs> okay. keep it and enjoy it. I'll take a picture. Maybe divide it with your wife. There's your uh, day, day, uh, day lilies. Day lilies, Jerry, and then there's some of the gar. With that uh, darker pink color. Yeah, oh. they got a purple daylily back there. Ooh, yeah. that sounds pretty. It's not, I didn't see it blooming. Full, it bloomed, yeah. Is it? Yeah, I saw, I saw one on a picture. Uh, yeah. But they, they've got a good daylily selection. Well, now that gives me a nice segue. What? As part of next Saturday's Festival of Flowers. Is that next Saturday? It's next Saturday. It will include the 2019. Less than a week away? Less than a week away. It's almost a week. Six days, almost a week. Hard to believe. But not quite a week. Uh, or is it a week? Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, it's seven days away. Yeah. Okay, including today, right? Okay, anyway. <laughs> the 2019 Daylily Show. I hope you guys don't strain your <laughs> No, well, don't count on that. Could you smell smoke? <laughs> um, let's see. It says, May is the peak time for Daylily Blooms, and members of the San Antonio Daylily Society will present their fifth Festival of Flowers show. Beautiful cut blooms will be on display. People visiting the show vote for their favorites. Society members will be selling Daylilies to grow, and they'll be available to answer any of your questions. So we're going to give somebody a chance to win a pair of tickets right now, next Saturday, May 25th, at the uh, Austin Highway Event Center between uh, Walsham and Eisenhower. Uh, and um, Milton's got the pe- uh, pick tickets in his little hot, hot little yeah, hand. Exactly. So be caller number three. All right. And Ashley will we'll talk you through it at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Give us a call. And uh, we you know will. What, is, it, is it true that if they. Came out here to Millburgers and came up here to ask us a question. They could get it. Absolutely. Those tickets yeah, too. while supplies last. So, yeah, come on up and ask us a question. Doesn't have to be about plants. It could just be a question like, I want a pair of tickets. <laughs> or can I have well, it? May it, I have it, a it, pair it, of tickets? It depends if they said it with a smile or not. Yeah, don't be mean to us. And if you don't do that, you can get a dollar off of a... Uh, Dollar off of uh, in our our newsletter. newsletter. Yeah, this week this month's newsletter got a dollar off coupon. That's, yep. So uh, you can come out here and get that <laughs> and save. So, uh-oh, what happened? Are you not plugged in? No. He he was telling you to turn it up. I think he's telling me to plug <laughs> it in. Hey, Trace is up on the porch while Ashley takes that winner, and he's going to tell us a bunch of stuff, including a beautiful plant of the weekend. That he's featuring. Let me get you. Hold on. Hold on, Trace. Ah, there you go. All right. What's All right. going on, man? Good morning, gentlemen. I still can't hear him. Try again. Hello. There you go. All right. I want to know if you've got any more grande hibiscus yet. No, I do have some perennial hibiscus, and I've got some more coming in this week. So uh, I know Flair is coming and uh, White Star. And, white. Oh, well, that's a Texas star yeah, white. Yeah, and then um, there's another one that used to be pink uh, that I'd seen 
I'll give you the name here in a second. Okay. Um, the, the pink flare. Yeah, well, this is an old-fashioned one that oh. I'd only seen in pink before, and the, they actually had a red version. But they didn't have more grande. Not yet. You had you you find that last year. I did, and I will again. Okay, good. But not this week. Just after he finds the uh, purple Puerto Rican. Yeah. I, I have <laughs> some. He, he keeps saying a, that. He did a I marble. Keep telling him I have some. Yeah. What is oh, he, he, just for him. There's two or three of them. Ah, but uh, he did a wonderful job for the butterfly program for having about a hundred uh, tropical milkweeds and uh, two different kinds of misflower and lots of th- at least three different kinds of zinnias and several different sizes of zinnias out there. So pentas, uh, so lots of good stuff. More coming too. Yes, it gets better from here. Hey, uh, before we go into uh, all different stuff, we've mentioned next weekend is Festival of Flowers. Uh, next weekend here is the uh, kids' gardening class on, on bees. It, it is. Jim the Beekeeper will be here. And he'll be uh, doing his presentation. He's got the... Uh, but nobody will get stung. What time will he be here? Uh, 10 to 11. Okay. Uh, that's what, yeah. So uh, I was trying to do a bee pun and... It- Ah, uh, what time will we be here? Okay, don't don't get Jerry started because you will hear. Oh, the whole nursery is a buzz. Oh. Uh, Jim, the beekeeper, is coming. Yeah, and it says right here, Trace. Don't worry, no one will get stung. Are you in charge of that? Uh, the keeping the people from getting stung? N- no, not me. Oh. I thought you'd throw your body in Carse, front of a. Carse said when, when we did the, when we did the interview, he explained how that is just a rarer situation. <laughs> that uh, the uh, the honeybees are r- rarely uh, sting anybody, especially when you're aware of them and involved with them. Yeah, they're used to you. They're they're not a problem. Did did we uh, did y'all have any discussion yesterday about the uh, tax free weekend for plants? No, no. Tell us. We about didn't that. know about uh, it. I didn't bring my sheet up here, so I'll bring that up okay. so I can show it to you. But basically, it's uh, I think it's the twenty fifth, sixth, and seventh. That's Memorial Weekend, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Is that uh, next weekend, I think so. Yeah. And um, it's this tax free on uh, on plants and mulches. Uh, I'll bring the whole list up here. That way we can we can talk about it. Okay. Good. Hey, you want to help us answer a question? Sure. All right, Sue is on the line. She's talking about shrubs at 210-308-8867. Hi, Sue. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today, Sue? I'm doing great, thank you. I am calling about a product that you talked about last week that you can paint on um, the trash trees after you cut them off. And, and what right. is it called? Cut vine and stump killer. Vine and stump killer. That's it. cut, cut, cut vine. cut vine and stump killer. It's uh one one of those fertile fertile well, type we, names. We yeah. Had, yeah, we got two different uh, products that actually have the same ingredient in them. So uh, fertile would be one of the brands, and that's in a uh, pint and a quart. And then in bonide, we carry a, a smaller one that actually has like a fingernail polish brush hmm. uh, attached to the lid, which makes it easier for. Yeah. And these, all, all of these uh, are amazingly uh, inexpensive to me. It strikes me as for what you get. They're in small quantities. Yeah, yeah. And, they, uh, and they work well, easy to use, 
Um, okay. And, uh, and you're not yeah, having we're to trying. dilute them? I mean, it, you buy it and apply it directly out of the container? You don't have well, to mix no. it or do anything? Right, right, right. Yeah, they got the, uh, the, the brush. Some of them do. Yeah, the brush, if you get the bonite, the brush is there, and you just brush it right on. So I, I, get, okay. I get the bigger one, and I actually put it in a little uh, dish, and I use a paintbrush. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not patient, okay. so it takes me a little. But you, uh, put, you apply it immediately after you cut cut the uh, plant up. Okay. So it doesn't scab over? Right. Yeah. The, the tree will actually do the work of moving the, the chemical if you if you can get it right right when you cut it down. Yeah, and at the, in the vascular system around the edge. But don't spill it around desirable plant. In other words, that's, that's put a little dab right on the... Yeah, and that's why if you were doing some hackberries in your rose bed, you're right, you right. wouldn't use uh, Trace's big paintbrush. You'd use the little paintbrush or the, the bonide little, little brush. What are you trying okay. to kill? Hackberry. And um, most Blackberry of them... Blackberry? Hackberry. Oh, hackberry. Hackberry. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I use most it for. Yeah. Garden. So, like I said, I'm, I'm not patient, so I just use that big brush. <laughs> okay. The other question, though, is if I have cut it off, and you know how all the little spikies come right back, can I put it on those little new growths also, or is, is that not going to work? Yeah. That'll, it'll you help. Re- recut it if you want to. I yeah, mean, recut it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Um, another quick question, if you have time. Sure. Yeah. Okay, I have a front bed in front of a, a like a four foot porch fence, the front porch of the house. <coughs> I don't like what I have in there right now, and it is directly west. So it gets sun until the sun gets over the house, and then it gets that hot, hot sun all afternoon. No, oh, no. Yeah, that's not, not good. good. What you wanna? What you want something to put in there? Yep. Now, it's pretty. Gotta, uh, I'd rather have something that might bloom. I don't have to worry about deer. Um, oh, that's but good. I also, yeah. I don't well, if, really want anything that gets higher than my, like, four-foot fence railing, porch railing. Oh. Now, have you have you tried the or thought about the uh, lantanas, the new gold? Yeah. Yeah, you know the problem with that. Everybody no. has it. Oh, oh yeah, it does so well and lives <laughs> for such a long time. Uh, well, another another and, uh, done set seed and, uh, uh, another uh, good cho- choice. Jerry off is <laughs> that uh, Henry Duelberg, uh blue salvia. That that's kind of, that's nice. It'd be a little taller. If you want to be different, though, how about a uh, a dwarf firebush? I actually That'll, have a firebush, but they're not the dwarf. Right, but the, the dwarf, uh, everything is smaller. So the leaves smaller, blooms just as much, but that's different. You don't see a whole lot of those in the uh, normal landscape. It is different. Now, do they, do they freeze back and come back? They freeze they back go? and come back very slowly. Okay. Yeah, they'll come okay. back right after you plant something to replace them. <laughs> in the spring when you get impatient. <laughs> I've done that before. What yeah. if, what about the drift roses? No. Um, no? I would prefer more sun. And is there any kind of, can the wind blow through there? Oh, yeah. 
because they, they're going to need airflow. They, I'm on top of a hill, and it gets wind all the time. You know, it's uh, it's worth a not worth a try. Even okay, the drift is a good choice to experiment with, but even, I think even uh, Martha Gonzalez could meet, could fit in there and uh, have a good chance. How long does that one bloom? That one it oh. will bloom eight nine months if the conditions are right, and it really? only gets to about three feet tall. It has kind of reddish foliage. Um, I've seen that. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Very tough. Tough. The okay. only I- issue would be: Does how many hours the sun does it get? It uh, depends on the time of year. It sounded to me like uh, six to yeah. eight. Oh yeah, I think I think six to eight it could do fine. Yeah, it's one. It's one of those. Uh, old, it's an old-fashioned rose, but one of those that blooms over a long season. Uh, okay. Fits into xeriscapes. And uh, blooms yeah. over a long period. The, the blooms are little. They're red. They're a blood red, uh, about uh, fifty cent piece size. Okay. I like. I like it. Uh, Milburger's got a bu- I got a bunch of them in here. Yeah. Here. Okay. I just planted a new bed. How? Pardon? I don't know. Trace, how tall is it? Uh, a couple feet tall. They're going to get wider than they do tall. That's their claim to sure. fame. So it's short and wide. And wide. Okay. Okay. And there you can well, choose between a lot of colors. Oh, there's like five or six colors over there yeah. right now. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking. It's, it's kind of putting them as a focal point and then put stuff around it somehow. Well, so, Antique um, Rose Emporium likes them too. So they're, uh, Milberger's uh, likes them. Uh, but it sounds like it'd be worth a try. Yeah. All righty. All right, that's what I needed. Thanks so much. Thanks Thank you for calling. Mm-hmm. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Are you ready to talk about that plant of, behind you? Oh, sure. All right, so it's time for the plant of the weekend. Weekend, weekend. Okay, so this is, uh, we talked about it a little bit last week and a little bit today, or yesterday, excuse me. This is a new Vitex. And its claim to fame is that the foliage has a purple hue to it. And uh, Fascination is the name of it. Uh, when we Google it, it only gets to be about six feet tall. And uh, I think the foliage is just to show you is the bloom. Yeah. Uh, right off the back of the truck, the employees were buying them. That's why it couldn't be the plan of the weekend last weekend. <laughs> On the, on the, purp- the purple is on the bottom of the leaf. It is, and on the stem. The stem is purple as well. So yeah. Even when it's not blooming. So, you know, most of the time, Vitex, you know, they they look good from in May. Yeah. And then again, a couple months later, this one can give you color the entire time it has foliage. Yeah. And uh, so am I getting pictures of it? That looks like it, yeah. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. So, uh, Calvin, take a look, see yeah, so uh, check it out online if you're not sure what we're talking about, and then um, it's our plant of the weekend. How much does it sell for? They are twenty nine ninety nine, and there was a uh, right around twenty. Okay, so if oh good, that's ten less than yes. yesterday. Yes. Yay! All right. Well, uh, you can sell. People like these, so if you want one, you may want to call and put it aside. What are they in? Are they in two, three gallon? That is a three gallon. Three gallon. All right. So uh, it's uh, so it's got a. Big, relatively large root system uh, should be easy to transplant into the 
landscape, even in this uh, relatively warm part of the summer. Now that twenty nine ninety nine is on tax free days, right? On the tax free. It, it will fit into that. Yes, there you go. It is a, it is a plant, and all the plants would do that next Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Oh, okay. So, all right, but if you want one and you just can't wait and you don't care about the taxes. Um, <laughs> I may not have them then. I know. That's the scary part with only 20 left. Uh, call the nursery. Call Millburgers at 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. And say, hey, put a couple aside for me, and they will. And uh, then you just come pick them up tomorrow. Now, Vitex is on the saws list. Is that would that qualify? It's, it's not on the sauce package. Okay. No, Vitex in general is not. Is Though they talk about it, but it's not on the. It doesn't go with any of the coupons. Okay. <laughs> Did uh, do y'all have a uh, clumping bamboo? Yes, clumping uh, bamboo. M- m- several different varieties. Do you? Yeah, this is the this is the best selection of clumping bamboos that I think we've ever had. Okay, good. You don't you don't sell golden bamboo. I can't say I don't sell it. Uh, I'd have to check and see if there's any down there, but that's not a clumping one. Yeah, right. I'm he, just he's setting you up. I, 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 I was waiting for uh, it. Well, if yeah, if you did have it, we'll just have to wait, just wait a few days. It'll be growing up uh, there. Yeah, we'd see it. <clears throat> well, that's good. Are this is there something you want to talk about? No. Okay. I was just talking about. Uh, he's got an article in front of him. Yeah, that's scary. Neil, Neil Sperry's article talked about. Invasive bamboo, tough to get rid of, HOA, Homeowners Association, should ban it. It's Neil Sperry. That's pretty strong. <laughs> and, uh, of course, I wrote that uh, famous article called and renamed Bamboo Dambo. Can we say that? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> and... Uh, a lot of people have read that. You wouldn't believe how many people have read that. And, I mean, all over the United States. Can they make and comments on Plant thing, Answers? I can't remember. Do what? Can you comment on articles on Plant Answers? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> do you get any comments on that one? Because uh, no, it goes either way. I, I've got uh, emails from all over the United States. That this this is a golden bamboo is a, um, is a, is a major problem. Now, after I wrote that bamboo article, uh, I was confronted by the association. By the so- <laughs> bamboo association. Uh, I remember when they were trying to find you. Yeah, and uh, they were saying that the clumping bamboo would not run, would not spread as fast as uh, like the golden bamboo would, and. Uh, I I didn't much believe that after after all the headaches we've had with golden bamboo, but uh, uh, I my son-in-law and daughter have have bought a place with a, a planting of a clumping bamboo, and uh, when I first saw it, I said, "You got to take that out of here." It'll be up at the house, which is about uh, 50 yards away, in your in your water system before long, and uh, but they didn't, and that thing hadn't spread at all. That's great. It's made it's made a screen. Yeah, that's what you want it for, and yeah. it does a great job of that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, 
if you don't make the right choice, that screen just gets closer <laughs> and closer and closer. But this clumping of bamboo is uh, out there is, is impressed me. Now it's more expensive, but if you just set on bamboo, uh, get one of the clumping bamboos. All right, cool. All right, we're going to take a break. Yep. All right, we're going to take a break and come back in a moment. Our number, 210-308-8867. When we come back, I'll tell you more about this year's Festival of Flowers, the 22nd Annual Festival of Flowers. And I'll give you a chance to win another pair of tickets right after this on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulvardy Road. Let's face it, if you're growing tomatoes, you know there's nothing better than a homegrown tomato. The only thing that comes close is bragging on that tomato to other people and maybe even winning prizes for those tomatoes. That's why a long time ago, Millburgers established the Top Tomato Contest, a friendly and fun way for gardeners to brag on their tomatoes and win some terrific prizes. This year, that Top Tomato Contest is June 8th at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull. Verde Road, and it all starts at 10 o'clock. It goes from 10 to noon when the judging will take place. There are three different categories, cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, and then the biggest tomato based on weight. And one tomato will be named San Antonio's Top Tomato. So for more information, go to millburgernursery.com and mark your calendars for June 8th. We're going to have lots of fun at Millburger's Top Tomato Contest. When a challenge rises up, do we let it stand in our way? or go the distance to overcome it. I didn't want to stay at the bottom, but after I was shot four times in Afghanistan, I was told I'd never walk again or have feeling below my waist. If I even survived, I felt paralyzed physically and mentally. There were many times where I took two steps forward only to be knocked back five. When I struggled to get up my hill, depression and thoughts of suicide threatened to keep me down forever. My wife and healthcare providers were there to catch me and push me forward. I learned that psychological care is key to recovery from both physical and invisible wounds. It's been more than two years and my journey is still ongoing, but I know I won't quit. Decide now that I can, I will take the first step. Reaching out is a sign of strength. Visit realwarriors.net or call 800-874-2273. This is Barry Hagendorf with Deccan Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialized in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebblestone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebblestone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Well, Lisa has taken us up on their, uh, the question and uh, picked up a pair of tickets here at Millburgers to next week's Festival of Flowers, and she's got a question. But before she does, so are you going to be there next week? I will definitely be there. Well, we would have it. If <laughs> I know. That's that. probably true. You know, you've made me famous, as you claimed yesterday, so how could I deprive my I public? That's <laughs> right. She, she's not used to using tickets, having to, having to have tickets to get in the flea market, see? No, this is a whole so different thing. So that's why she had to come over here. To get, yeah, we need to get you in just the Ask Lisa booth. Well, actually, the deal is, when I go to the flea market, I have to pay to get in just for the parking. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I don't think I've ever had to pay to get into Festival of Flowers. Because the parking is free. This is true. Uh, yep. And uh, so we're going to use you to help to promote the commercial. So what what do you like <laughs> about Festival of Flowers? Obviously, the plant exchange. That's it. Okay. Is that the only reason you go? Well, I go to see you oh, guys no. and give you all yeah. problems. That's true. That's fun. <laughs> Uh, you don't go. Are you going to go see the? Let's talk about the seminars, or is the seminars precious time that you could be doing exchanges? Yeah, seminars. They don't Too usually early. address the plants that I I like to. Oh have in my well, well, he's going to be doing one. You can t- t- discuss it with him. He'll do be <laughs> he'll be part. Of, he and uh, Mark and Calvin will be part of a lively panel discussion. Lively. Uh huh. Is that an oxymoron? Right there. <laughs> <laughs> a lively panel discussion <laughs> called Planet. Plant it and grow it. Yeah. Did I do a better job that time? Yeah. Plus, uh, Why Good Soil Matters will be there. That'll be by Andy uh, Chidester. Did I pronounce that right? And uh, Vegetable Gardening in the Four Seasons by David Rodriguez. Then Essential Herbs and Spices for a San Antonio Kitchen Garden by Mary Dunford. And then When Good Gardens Go Bad. Judy Barnett will be teaching that, uh, and uh, you can find more information about that. It's next Saturday, again, over at the Austin Highway Event Center, and uh, admission is $7 for adults, uh, kids under 10 are free, parking is free, it's from 9 to 5, there's a plants exchange that we'll uh, talk about in a second, all kinds of attractions like the indoor garden mall, there's food, there's help to get your plants out to the car, all kinds of great exhibitors and uh, presentations, there's a daylily competition, uh, the demonstrations. Go to SA Festival of Flowers to learn more. SA Festival of Flowers to learn dot com to learn more about this. It's on nineteen forty eight Austin Highway at the Austin Highway Event Center. And right. my my group is gonna be uh, selling some uh, plants that uh, Lisa doesn't have. What? Yeah. That's impossible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> One would think that. But uh, we got improved Meyer lemon. Do you have one of those? I have a Meyer lemon. I don't know anything about it being improved or not. Oh, yeah. All of them are improved. Do you have a Mexican thornless lime? No, I do not. See there? Do I, I want it. one? I don't know. Does she want one? Why does she want one? Because <laughs> it's, it's a thornless lime. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Do you have a more grande hibiscus? I do. Okay. You do? I do have a more grande. Just one? Just one. You, who needs more than that? <laughs> they take up so much room. How long? How long have you had it? Years. Years. Okay. Years. Okay. Uh, you heard me ask uh, Trace a while ago that uh, they're kind of hard to find. Now. Yeah. And uh, we we were approached by the actually but the botanical garden to get uh, some more granitic uh, hibiscus. Uh, because they didn't have one on the premises, <laughs> oh, and their their logo 
Yeah, oh, how did that happen? The Danica Garden is the more ground they visit. Yeah. Uh, that could be rough. That'd so be rough. We'll, we'll have those available. And also, uh, P- Pink Flamingo Co- Salvia Coccinia. No. Do you, you have don't one have of those? one of those? No. Okay, show her the picture. Plink. There it is. Oh, okay. Very it's cool. Pink. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like pale. a little flamingo. Found, yeah, a found and observed by Rob DeRocha. Okay. So it's it's, it's a, the new salvia, and that's deer resistant, I think. All most salvias are. Right. So are you brave enough to give people advice on the plant exchange, or do you kind of, you know, you, you've developed for you know, all these years the skills. You're not letting people know your secrets? <laughs> <laughs> that's not the case whatsoever. It's just that, you know... You have, you have to have a certain skill, and I don't. I, I don't like giving people advice because more times than not, they don't follow it. And if uh. they do follow it and it still doesn't work, then they blame you. And it's like, <laughs> that's okay. We, we don't care anymore. You, you, you feel, you, you feel right. our pain. Though. I'm sure I do. Uh, well, how can we give you some advice on the plant that you brought, which well, is very pretty. You can guess it. Yeah, yeah you can let me know what it is and oh. how to grow that it. Looks and to me like it's balsam. Like it's what? A plant called balsam. That we uh, grew in early summer in the north. Yeah. Where did you find it? Or do we want to know? No. B-A-L-S-A-M. I'm yeah. going to Google it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got it at a garage sale on my way over here. Oh, my God. It was an Asian lady who sells the plants. And she calls it Taiwanese impatient or bonsuna. Oh, that's balsamic. That's bonsuna. Yeah. yeah, it's related. But the one... But often the one you see that we have is a more squat. Kind of, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. A, there's a lot of selections, I think. Balsamina balsam. <laughs> now, see, it says it's a hanging annual. Oh, yeah, it does. This one does anyway. But I just. Yeah, but I see them in the ground. Okay. Well, so, I mean, so there are different ones. Here's here's one. There's a. A picture that uh, that has them in the ground. It's a basically an impatient, right? Right. Yeah, and it, it root like an impatient. I mean, I mean, it's easy to propagate. Well, that's just the beauty of it. Is a perennial and annual designation, but because this recedes itself, which is it? perennial or annual? Yeah. Just like, uh, <laughs> it's just like, oh, sure. No, look at the flowers. Yeah, that looks just like it, doesn't it? With the, the little kind of two-color like opening like that one. Maybe not. <laughs> I'm not giving you any advice. I've, now it's got uh, fire ants. You just know. grow it like you would in a does? Oh, dear. It is fire ants. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe they're not the fire ants. They're not quite as large. But yeah. they're, they're uh, I bet they bite. Yeah, yeah, it's a succulent. So no, it is. No, not, I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, not a succulent. Not what well, it's the the fr- the plant itself is tender like a succulent. Yeah, it's and it roots real easily. Well, like I said, since it recedes itself and the pods are so fragile, right. I mean, you just barely have to touch them before they'll burst out onto the ground. Yeah, we so. plant them in uh, in rows with seed. Yeah, up north. Yeah, but they were the the squat because yeah, this this would be a bit susceptible to wind too. Yeah, it comes up all uh, all different colors too, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it has a, de- a purple color, 
and a pale pink color. And somehow I imagined it had a fragrance, but I, no, I don't smell it. I don't think so. In Victorian England, balsam was all the rage. All the rage. And yep. a, a recent import from Asia and adored for their exotic exper- uh, appearance. appearance. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Does it say anything about any other characteristics like uh, uh, nectar? Or- well, let's see. Uh, sowing seeds, what it wants, tolerant of both sun and shade, uh, best to avoid extremes of either, hot climates in reality, hot climates, afternoon shade is best, which is Jerry would say uh, morning sun, afternoon shade. Yeah. Uh, in deep shade, balsam survives but looks leggy and bears few flowers. Yep. Will you be bringing balsam to the plant exchange? This is like the only one you have. Yeah. No, I got another bigger pot that has the other colors that you don't see here. Maybe oh, next year. okay. Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. At the garage sale, huh? Yeah. Huh? In Wincrest. <laughs> so I didn't have to go out of my way to pick it up. There you go. Plus, I got a couple of papayas from her as well. And, uh, and the, she knew what it was. The lady knew what it was. She did, amazingly enough. She didn't know the amaryllis <laughs> she was growing, <laughs> she, but she did know those. So I kind of took yeah. her word for it. But that's great. I'm glad to hear that it's, it's going to survive. Like I said, I tried it once before, and no. oh, yeah. I don't know why it didn't come back up, but... I'm glad that I got my hands on another. You mean it, it didn't come back after the winter? Uh, the yeah, nothing, nothing showed up. Nothing showed up. Okay. Uh, well, I doubt if that will either. I think all it may, it makes seedlings may come up. No. From the, I mean. I was counting on the seed. Yeah. Right. Itself. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got to collect it right. from the winter. Okay, we got to get caught up with the news. Lisa, thank you for coming by. Thank you yeah. guys for and we'll see you next Saturday. We'll see you next Saturday. All right. Uh, we'll take a break, and then we'll give you a chance to win tickets and, to the uh, Festival of Flowers. Thank you for the nothing. Well, yeah, did you give me one? Uh-huh, yes. Yeah, Calvin. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Stimulating talk. This is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. KLUP. Terrell Hills. San Antonio. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Michael Harrington. U.S. diplomats issuing a warning. Commercial airliners flying over the Persian Gulf face a risk of being, quote, misidentified by the Iranian military. The warning was relayed from U.S. diplomatic posts from the Federal Aviation Administration. It underscores the risk that the new tensions between the U.S. and Iran are posing to global air travel in the Gulf region. It's also a grim reminder. In 1988, the U.S. mistook an Iranian passenger jet for a warplane. 290 people aboard were killed in that incident. Correspondent Jackie Quinn. The Navy says it has been conducting maneuvers, meantime, in the Arabian Sea. Authorities have confirmed that was a tornado with winds up to 130 miles per hour that touched down in southern Oklahoma yesterday. The National Weather Service says the twister traveled about a half a mile on the ground in Geronimo, 80 miles southwest of Oklahoma City. Multiple people were stranded on recreation trails in northwest Arkansas, where the weather was pretty bad yesterday, too. 
Four demonstrators arrested after a weeks-long protest inside the Venezuelan embassy have been formally charged in federal court. The four were arrested Thursday and charged with interfering with the protective functions of the State Department. The protesters consider Nicolas Maduro to be the legitimate Venezuelan president, but the U.S. and more than 50 other countries say Maduro's recent re-election was fraudulent and are backing Congressional Leader Juan Guaido's claim to the presidency. Guaido's newly named ambassador had requested the help of U.S. authorities in clearing the building. Correspondent Ron Durokstra. Egyptian officials say a roadside bomb hit a tourist bus near the Giza pyramids today. The blast wounding at least 16 people, including a number of tourists. Egypt has battled Muslim terrorists for years in the Sinai Peninsula in an insurgency that occasionally spills out other parts of the country. More on these stories at townhall.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. It was fun talking to Lisa, and now we need to give you a pair of tickets. Hopefully you've gotten excited about the upcoming Festival of Flowers next Saturday over at the Austin uh, Austin Highway Events Center. So uh, we'll take caller number three right now, 210-308-8867. A pair of tickets for you at 210-308-8867. Do we give th- away the last pair? No, we, we're, we're okay. Okay, good. We, we still have some, so if you want to come ask a question, we can help you out. Uh, so uh, you can. That question can be. Uh, Do you have any tickets left? That could be it. So uh, <laughs> I'll announce when we don't. So anyway, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Caller number three will win. So uh, give uh, Ashley a call and uh, see if you're caller number three right now. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Milton is excited about that caller number three. I, I am working for him. Yes, I may have to change it up now and then. Next day. We'll do another <laughs> giveaway too, but. <laughs> That was fun. That balsam was pretty. Yeah, yeah. The the, the uh, that one is kind of leggy, uh, but uh, some of the ones you other varieties are real stocky mm-hmm. and uh, look really good in, in a container container or a, uh, a, as a border on a bed. Yeah, like like impatient. Yeah. Well, uh, they may the, be tougher than I think they are tougher. But I, I, I think it depends on the selection, though, too. You're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But but that one that she had was uh, uh, pretty leggy. That that would be one you would not not have uh, in the wind. Yeah. But that may may be because they grew it in more shade. Than, you're right. Yeah. I bet you that was it. Because it was because it wasn't a lot of foliage along the stem. We talked mm-hmm. about uh, uh, cut vine and stump killer a while ago. Yeah. And uh, Nia Spear had a question about having trouble with wild blackberries, vines coming up in the flower beds. And uh, how can I get rid of them without hurting my flowers? Now, Neil says uh, the only way to get rid of them is dig them out. But uh, those of you who uh, listen to this program know that uh, you can follow the blackberry vines back to the main stem and they all originate from the main stem usually and cut them off and use that cut vine and stump killer just like we were talking about for that uh, hackberry 
And uh, so that, that, that killed them. And that way you don't have to, really don't have to dig. You don't have to dig those oh, up. Yeah. The problem with blackberries is uh, if you leave one piece of that root in the ground, they'll come back again. I mean, they'll, the, the original plant won't come back, but those uh, uh, roots will send up sprouts. That's the way blackberries spread by yeah. runner. Now, if you got a raised bed and you can uh, catch, you know, you know where the uh, sprouts have, are, have come up, like it's early in the season, so it's uh, that uh, following them back, uh, pulling them up and, and that long runner root up is a good way of get, uh, getting most of, the, most of the plants out of there, too. Yeah. Uh, but if you've got a lot of... The hardest part is when you're trying to maintain part of the garden with the blackberries. Right. And then you're trying to have uh, the other part free of blackberries. They have a tendency to want to have the whole garden if it's uh, yeah. <laughs> available. Or not even when it's not available. Uh, your, your, your blackberries are ripe, aren't they? Haven't they gotten ripe? Yeah, they're uh Usually ripe. they get ripe uh, before June 1st. Yeah, they're ripening. They're starting to ripen now. Now... They uh, are a favorite of the birds. Oh yeah, and uh, you got to and stink bugs. So if you're, uh, probably not a bad idea to spray seven or uh, malathion to c- control those stink bugs. Tomatoes, uh, lots of lots of uh, uh, insects on the on the tomatoes. Oh and, uh, yeah, surprises me this year because I you normally don't. Don't see them. Stink bugs? Stink bugs. Leaf-footed uh, bugs. Yeah, but uh, also some, uh, oh, uh, what do they call the, the catap- pinworms. Oh, okay. Pinworm type. I don't know if it's the exact pinworm, but they'll, they'll penetrate. And uh, so a portion, you know, portion of the plant is uh, rotted or you've got the the insect in there, which makes it a little more undesirable. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're pretty hard to control. Yeah. I mean, you you've got to spray with a BT product before uh, the organic product before you actually see the damage in the worm, and yeah. they're real little things. <laughs> yeah, if you're not used to having it, you don't you don't do a preventive right, spray. Right, right, right. You just gotta expect that you'll. Uh, be harvesting most of your tomatoes. Now, now I'm harvesting BHN 968s. Good. Now the birds are hitting a few of those, but uh, but the uh, HM 8849s are the ones that are really getting hit. <laughs> Blossom end rot and uh, the pinworm. Yeah. And birds. That's this year's rodeo so, yeah, tomato. The, yeah. Lots, lots of. And nice, they they ripen first. Didn't yeah, they? and they're nice. They're nice size fruit. Uh, large, large, nice foliage. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we got Don on the line. Do you, you need to finish? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Don's on the line. Got a couple great questions at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey there, Don. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. How can we help you? Well, uh, last weekend, Jerry and... and uh, uh, the other doctor were talking about 
whether they've heard anybody that's had problems with the deer eating periwinkle or the regular right. Uh-oh. Well, I I had that experience. Wait a minute. Yeah. Where do you live? I live in Canyon Lake, the Starchville Cranes Mill area. Do you live where? Canyon Lake. Canyon, Canyon Lake. Lake. Yeah, the Starchville Cranes Mill area. Okay. Did huh. they yeah. did they eat eat new uh, pull up new transplants or did they actually chew? No, I I like to experiment. And I always heard y'all talking about that that was deer resistant. Now this this was in a in a, in a period of wood and wood no droughts either. So they had plenty to eat. Well, I set a twenty inch pot right along my walkway and towards the street. So I had the, the regular. Violet colored, what I call old fashioned periwinkle, and the white ones going in there together. It was a beautiful pot, real healthy looking. And I kept preserving them on the deck. I have a, a three, three story house, split level, with three decks. And uh, they would go after every day. We have a herd about 30 deer. And we, my wife feeds them. <laughs> <laughs> and they get plenty to eat, they old bread. And I kept watching them. It took them three weeks. They would go out around that pot, and they'd stop and sniff, and then they'd go on. But hmm. one Saturday morning, I came out there after three weeks was up, and the whole bunch of periwinkles, all was sitting there was the stems. They wow. had stripped the leaves completely hmm. off of them and, 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 and ate them. Wow! And I I watched I watched for four or five days after that for any sick deer or staggering deer or ones dying, but never did see any. They all look healthy. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's they, good they, to know. They, they they did it to me. <laughs> I, that's what we like that's what we've learned in the plant business is never say never. Yeah, right. right. Never say never because they did it to me. And then the other, other thing I was going to talk about. Uh, I called in in February and talked to you all about the sprouting mandarin orange seeds, the seedless oranges, <laughs> so-called, uh, yeah. in, the winter, in the wintertime in the house. And uh, let's see if I was doing it right. Well, I waited another three or four weeks up into March. And it still hadn't sprouted. <clears throat> and it had been in that pot uh, for at least, I know, 12 weeks. So I took my horticulture tweezers and excavated the soil very gently off the top of the spot where I planted it. Because I always, I always plant three at a time because they, they work better that way. And I got the dirt oh. off of them, and here were those little three seeds sitting there all together exactly the way I placed them. No sprouts, nothing. <clears throat> so I said, well, what is wrong here? They look perfectly healthy, the seeds did, and wasn't rotten in there anything. So did they, I, I'm having trouble hearing. Did they? No, it's it's oh. uh, it's a connection. It's a little oh. it's a little muffled, um, Don. So we're we're trying oh, okay. to. Did I'll they sprout or did they not sprout? They did not sprout, right, Don? Did, you planted three in a container or something, and they're just they're still the three okay. are still there. No, no what I what I did, uh, I did hit me the way I sprout my tobacco seeds uh, in the spring is I have to use which tobacco seeds have to have light sprout. I had to use uh, fireplace ashes, wood-burning stove ashes, 
uh, put the back seeds, we'll just scatter them on the top of the soil and put the ashes over them in a thin layer. And they okay. come up real good that way. So I said, well, I'm going to mix a mixture of about two tablespoons of uh, wood-burning stove ashes and water and put that dirt back over there and put that around there and pour that in. And five days later, those seeds sprouted. Did you have to do a ger- germination dance, too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I should have. That, 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 that would have that that been a pleasure. You but mean the citrus seed sprouted? They sprouted. They're okay. All good. And, okay. And uh, the little plants now, they're about the old five inches tall. Uh, good. But these, these came from a sack of mandarin oranges that seedless. And out of that sack, there's probably about 20 oranges, I think. My wife found one orange that had three seeds in one slice. And okay. And I to save them for me, and those are the ones that sprouted. So okay. Well, congratulations. Well, thank and you. Uh, yeah. they, uh, they only sprouted after you put on that... Uh, they only sprouted after ash, wood ash. Wood ash on them. Okay. So, Whatever yeah. works. That works, so. <laughs> Y'all, y'all, y'all keep up the good work. Enjoy talking. Okay, thank you, thank you for calling and giving yeah. us uh, the Vinca report. I think you're yeah. the first sure. one. Sure, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so... I, I, I'd uh, prefer a deer herd that didn't eat them, but that's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want you to worry about the fact that you've di- disrupted our whole belief system <laughs> on uh, deer, what plants are deer for or not. You know. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah don't, don't let it bother you. <laughs> we got, we got nope. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Don. Bye, Don. You take care. Hey, do you want to talk a little bit more about some of the things that you were talking to Lisa about with the different plants that are going to be available, like your thornless lime or your uh, <laughs> yeah, your pink uh, flamingo salvia? Or let's <laughs> let's remind let's remind people uh, first that. Uh, Bear County Master Gardeners are recruiting for their oh sum- yeah 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 Go ahead. summer Master Gardener class. It's in August. It's uh, I believe it's Thursday afternoons the the training. So you have to be available for the training. You have to be uh, interested in uh, learning, of course, the uh, basic horticulture of the our area, and also to using the knowledge you gain uh, as a volunteer for. Just lots and lots of choices on volunteering. You can do youth gardening. You can answer the phone questions. You can dig in the dirt. All, all kinds of opportunities there. But anyhow, for more information, go to the Bear County Master Gardeners and look up uh, Master Gardener Training. Okay. And it'll tell you when it's well, when it'll start, what the particulars are. There is a fee, and uh, and you do have to go through an application process. But it's worth it. It's uh, a lot of fun, and it's very important to the community. Yeah, and that, a big, big part of our environmental. Oh yeah, success in San Antonio. But next next Saturday is going to be a busy day for for everybody, other than Festival of Flowers, mm-hmm. because at the at Millburger Nursery here, we're going to have a bee deal. Yep. Be it's, there or be square. It's going to be big. It's going to be big. For kiddos, it's uh, their uh, gardening class uh, for kiddos on bees with uh, crafts and all kinds of fun. Uh, and uh, it sounded like a traveling honey, uh, traveling yeah, a honeycomb, honey traveling. What do you call it? Uh, uh, colony uh, observation hive. Observation hive. Okay. 
I used to have one in, when I was in college. Uh, I used to have one. That I built a cabinet for it where it would swing in and swing out. And, uh, oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> the look on his every, face. Every now and then you would hear them buzzing in there. Yeah. I don't know what they were saying. But so when you would have a guest over, people scared to death of bees. Sure. And so I would say, oh, don't be scared of those. They're, they're right here. And I'd open that cabinet and swing it out. I had it way swing out. And uh, they, they would kind of reluctantly marvel at the bees. But if you want a... Um, a pre, uh, yeah. kind of a preview, preview of that. Uh, the Garden Volunteers of South Texas are going to have an essentials class coming up Monday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, that's right, tomorrow. Uh, May, uh, uh, 20th of May. That's tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday and from noon to 3 p.m. And I think, uh... He's the only speaker. I the only, it looks like only it, yeah. speaker I see listed. Uh, we're going to have Mark, who's a master beekeeper and organizer of bees in the east. And uh, will be the main guest speaker. And whether, whether you already have bees or just thinking about getting started, this is the class for you. You will learn about types of bees in our area, the needs of pollinators in our garden, and what it takes to get started. And uh, I I think I read somewhere that uh, I think he's going to have some honey for sale. Oh, good. Local honey. Organic honey. Mm. Is there uh, one more event, too? Is the design school? Yeah. Yeah, That's next week, too. Next Saturday. Saturday. And so they go to the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas. Uh, yeah, gardeningvolunteers.org. And you'll see the particulars there. It's $30 for an individual and $50 if there's two of you from the same household. Starts. Uh, you, you register at 8.30. The lectures start at 9. Uh, four, four speakers, three ha- handouts with color pictures, lots of uh, uh, information about plants you can choose from. And then there's an individual counseling session, too. Uh, So they encourage you to bring any pictures you have or any kind of summaries of issues. And uh, the the team can uh, discuss those with you and see if they can come up with a a good good result. So it is at the headquarters of the uh, ranch, uh, Farrell Ranch. Ranch, Headquarters out there, Jerry. You got the address in front of you. Seventy-two eighty-six Deets Elkhorn Road, and parking. Plenty of parking. Yeah, comfort. It's comfortable uh, facility. But you need to go ahead and uh, get signed up now. But like I say, you go to uh, the guard volunteers, South Texas side. Yeah, they'll have all the information. They'll have all the information. All right, we need to take a break. And while we do, why don't you give us a call at 210-308-8867. Sorry, I, I asked you to do that thing, and then I yeah, took a break in the middle just, of it. just well, blew it off. We got yeah. lots of good uh, information out, though. Yeah. yeah. There we go. All right, back in a moment, and we'll give away a pair of tickets when we come back from the break to Festival of Flowers coming up next Saturday at the Austin Highway Event Center. And just keep listening on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Let's face it, if you're growing tomatoes, you know there's nothing better than a homegrown tomato. The only thing that comes close is bragging on that tomato to other people and maybe even winning prizes for those tomatoes. That's why a long time ago, Millburgers established the Top Tomato Contest, a friendly and fun way for gardeners to brag on their tomatoes and win some terrific prizes. This year, that Top Tomato Contest is June 8th at Millburgers at 1604 and Verde Road, and it all starts at 10 o'clock. It goes from 10 to noon when the judging will take place. There are three different categories, cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, and then the biggest tomato based on weight. And one tomato will be named San Antonio's Top Tomato. So for more information, go to millburgernursery.com and mark your calendars for June 8th. We're going to have lots of fun at Millburgers Top Tomato Contest. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. The killing of babies before and even after they're born might be an issue in the 2020 campaign. Bills to restrict abortions have recently passed in Alabama, Georgia, and Missouri, with the most restrictive signed Wednesday by Alabama's female governor. Thirteen other states have passed or have bills pending that would restrict abortion at various stages. Backers hope the Supreme Court will reconsider its 1973 Roe v. Wade decision, which has led to abortion on demand. Even babies who survive abortion are targets, as in Virginia, where Governor Ralph Northam has said a Surviving baby should be made comfortable until the woman and so-called doctor decide what to do. Technology and pregnancy help centers have advanced since 1973, and much help is available. The film Unplanned reveals how Abby Johnson, now pro-life, helped sell abortions for Planned Parenthood and lied to women. Killing 60 million babies has corroded culture and harmed millions of women. It's long past time to get it under control. Polls show the public is ready. Liberal politicians aren't. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. On Bulverde Road, Tex Hill Middle School students are called the Tigers, inspired by the Flying Tigers, the San Antonio story of David. David Lee, Tex Hill, after this. Countywide Service Company and Daikin, providing the number one HVAC brand in the world to the homes of Bear County. Reliable, affordable, built in Texas by Texans. Call Countywide Service today to schedule your hassle-free system evaluation. Countywide Service and Daikin makes sense for the homes of Bear County. Call 210-732-732. 9772. License number TACLA 28066E. Tex Hill was an American hero as a triple flying ace and squadron leader of the legendary Flying Tigers during World War II. He retired in Military City, USA as a brigadier general. Today, a generous scholarship is named in his honor to attend the school he did as a young boy. San Antonio Academy. I'm Sonny Melendrez. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Give us a call. Be a part of the show, 210-308-8867. Or right now, we'll give away another pair of tickets to next All right. Saturday's Festival of Flowers at the Austin Highway Event Center on Austin Highway between Eisenhower and Walsham. I yeah. Think, I think I have that right. And uh, we'll tell you more about what's coming up at the festival. Uh, yep, between Eisenhower and Walsham in just a minute. Uh, but caller number 3 will win, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Jerry, tell them what they might see there at the festival. What they might see? Yes. Lisa. You will definitely uh. see Lisa. We encourage you to <laughs> she'll be the She'll be the one. That, I hope she doesn't have to bring her poor husband again. But she'll be the he one with the wagon yeah. hauling out plants. Well, wagon is not inappropriate, <laughs> unless you're talking about Conestoga wagon. <laughs> uh, they have uh, at the citywide plant exchange. Yeah. So uh, you, they can uh, they can bring bring their plants that they propagated, with the exception. Oh, of aloe vera? Aloe vera and cactus. It didn't freeze down. And cactus. Well, what are they going to find at your booth? They're going to find with our group, uh, they're going to find the the Meyer, improved Meyer lemon. Mm-hmm. What is that? It's improved Meyer lemon. Oh, so it's, it's a lemon that's improved. It's Meyer lemon, but it's better? Yeah. Than it was before? No. Oh. Well. Okay. I think. I think they got that. They put that improved on it when uh, when they uh, they made a selection out of some Meyer lemons, and uh, I've heard heard the story on where that improved came from. But anyway, we'll have those plants, and uh, they're they're smaller plants. I mean, they're not big trees or anything, but they're cheaper than you'll ever be able to get them. Hmm. Anywhere else. Improved Meyer lemon and also that uh, Mexican thornless uh, key lime. Key lime. Be, and there'll be smaller plants, too. But uh, we're really happy to have enough of uh, more grande hibiscus uh, to spread around people. And they're very reasonably priced. And... Uh, Developed by Dr. Yang Doon Moy uh, here in San Antonio, it it is the uh, it is the uh, uh, symbol of the San Antonio Botanical Garden. Yeah, so when you see their logo and everything, that's yeah the logo. What they did, they did very smart uh, on that logo. They, uh, yeah, I don't know if you look at it closely. Uh, somebody, I guess, uh, 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 photoshopped it. Oh. And made each petal, the tips of each pot petal, look like uh, the Alamo. Oh, cool. Yeah. But now the, uh, the original. Uh, <laughs> More grandly, has a rounded petal. It has a rounded petal. So, but that that was kind of a cute way to get the Alamo in the 
in the uh, in the picture. And then a new salvia coccinium, which is pink. Uh, it's called pink flamingo. And uh, it's a great butterfly plant and uh, grow in sun or shade. Likes a little sun to keep it small. And it's deer tolerant. Most, most salvias are. But uh, uh, I, I, this is coccinia. Rather than uh, rather than the other type, I think salvia splendens quite yeah, often is right, not right. Right. Yeah, that that's not as it, potent. It, yeah, this is in uh, certain locations. Yeah, the cabin that is Now that now that we've uh, disavowed the uh, paravinka yeah. periwinkle, that guy ruined my whole day. I'm sorry. We could go into denial. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't deer. Did he actually see deer eating? Uh, he was ca- yeah, he was calling the wrong show anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's that, that, that deer will do that to you. Um, uh, I, I remember the when we got the Turk's cap, when uh, we first introduced uh, the Turk's cap as a, a good deer-resistant plant. And... Uh, that I saw them with deer all around them, and they were not being touched over on West Avenue. And then we planted them in uh, Forest Appleton's front yard in in uh, Hollywood Park. They ate them to the ground overnight. So uh, that deer resistance is. Uh, Does Forest have Vinca? Oh yeah. Uh, Forest had probably the first Cora hmm. Vinca that was planted in this area. I got uh, experimental plants they sent to me. And uh, we planted them over in his front yard. And uh, the deer didn't touch them. But uh, after several years uh, of that Vinca, uh, Cora Vinca, uh, we had a rainy, rainy season, a rainy spring, and uh, we lost a few plants to Aerophotophora. Oh. So, but uh, the word on the street is that one coming out that has some resistance, that had more resistance to Aerophotophora than uh, the common plants now. That's exciting. Yeah, and all different colors. But... Uh, where they're increasing the seed now of that. We have Coravinca on sale uh, now for 88 cents. Now, I don't know if they'll be on sale next week during the... Uh, they come out with a new sales list on uh, every Monday, don't they? Or uh, Tuesday. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know if the bank is going to be on sale for 88 cents next weekend, which is a tax-free weekend. Oh, wow. And it would be truly 88 cents. Y'all make fun of me for <laughs> rounding up, so, but... Uh, yeah, there won't be... Yeah, you'll be... Yeah. You can read those ads with, the, <laughs> with full confidence next week. Uh, before we get off the bamboo oh, uh, yeah. discussion, 
Uh, Milton had bamboo in his yard, and uh, yeah, he used he used uh, our recommendation on how to get rid of bamboo. Which is to move. And he moved. Uh, <laughs> that worked. We don't have bamboo in the yard anymore. And you're not planting it, are you? No, I am not. Before we get off the bat, I mean, Neil, he's Neil Ferry uh, in yesterday's paper uh, really jumped on the bamboo. I mean, he was said that golden bamboo is perhaps the most in, invasive plant that has grown in Texas landscape. Does what exactly it's supposed to do. <laughs> Mowing is of no, almost no help either. Uh, and so uh, it's going <laughs> to, you said, removing it's going to involve every piece of it in your landscape and other landscape. Then installing a deep bearer, perhaps concrete or perhaps 30 inches deep. I couldn't dig a hole if my life depended on it <laughs> 30 inches deep in my year. I could barely dig a uh, dig a hole four inches deep. Yeah, three inches, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, even that may even that it may escape. Uh, I'm going to tell. Uh, I have had reports from people that fighting bamboo. That if you will cut it off close close to the ground, below a node where you've got a hollow stem left, mm-hmm. and you fill that hollow stem with uh, cut cut vine and thumb killer, that that will kill it. And some people say even if you fill that uh, cavity with uh, a Roundup, hmm. pure Roundup. The that'll kill it. Wow. But uh, that's a monotonous way to do it. But uh, that's about your only choice. Yeah. When we got too much rain, they would die. And I've heard you say that, too. If they're over water, they'll die. But that's an awfully <laughs> hard way to do it. Yeah. And they, and, they rot. And uh, said mowing, uh, Neil said mowing and hot weather definitely will not stop its spread. Well, it'll. You mow it, and you don't see. You don't see the stems for a while, and they, <laughs> and they don't. You know, the, 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 the for the whole bed to move. You have this. This part has to grow, and then the next, next the new border, grows from there. But mowing it kind of keeps the the border in place. It, so. it stimulates the underground rhythm. Mowing the, no, it I, don't, I don't know. I I I mow the uh, with my uh, bush hog. I mow the uh, or the neighborhood area, and uh, it doesn't. You know, it just keeps the bamboo around the edge and just keeps it out of the middle. Oh, okay. but I got But I have to mow it. Like now, now is yeah. The stuff has uh, gone up nearly. A, can go up a foot of. Seems like a foot a day in this time of the year. But uh, but it, but it uh, yeah. If you do the, if you do battle with it, you can kind of keep it at where it is. But it's it's not easy to control for sure. Yeah. So a little bird told me that uh, the improved mire is virus-free version 
that was isolated okay. and also a com- more compact growth habit. Okay. Good. Little bird named Rob. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-oh, Trace. What's going on? You look you look upset. Uh. <laughs> no. Should I be? No. 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 no, not at all. We didn't say anything. No more damn boo conversation. <laughs> no more. Okay. Uh, what's going on, man? Uh, all right. So well, we looked up that hibiscus, and what did I tell you? It was a uh, rose mallow, but red. Yeah. I, I've never seen. Uh, I've always seen that in pink. In fact, Confederate I, rose. Confederate rose. Thank you. Yeah. Um, in fact, I even hadn't seen that variety in like 10, 15 years. Yeah, that's an old-fashioned uh, variety. But it's you know, red, and it blooms mainly in the in the fall, doesn't it? Uh, it's, it's summer, like the other ones, but yeah. Um, but I've never seen a red, so I'll be no, very, never seen very interested either. in seeing. If what you that plant looks like. it in your landscape, you will see it because it'll grow twelve feet tall. Yeah, yeah. Dorothy, Dorothy is. But they're pink. Yeah, and most uh, of them are pink. But yeah. this one, is, he says, is red. Yeah, that sounds cool. That's going to be good. They're pretty aggressive. Yeah. What was it again? Confederate uh, Confederate Rose. Confederate oh, okay. Rose, yeah. Which is a, a, a mallow hibiscus. Oh, okay. Very cool. I looked at the, uh, I forgot to bring the sheet, but I looked at the oh, yeah. uh, tax thing. So uh, it's basically uh, tax-free on plants, mulches, uh, grasses, but not on, say, chemicals and gift stuff. And so if it's inside, it probably isn't. And if it's outside, it That's a good way to do it. Probably is. Yeah. With, with the exception of, like, the fountains and pots. Okay. Very cool. So that's next Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Yes. That's when uh, Saturday will be the bees. We'll, Jim, the beekeeper, will be here doing a class for kids. How many seats are still open? Uh, several, I believe. Okay. So there's a, still a good chance on that one. But that one's real popular. So as they start promoting it, uh, we're kind of telling you first. So if you want to uh, take your kids to it, uh, make your reservations for it. There's no cost, but the RSVP helps uh, because they, they, they'll lock it out at a certain amount and kind of have a list of people who said they'd come. And that's it. Uh, Two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. We want to mention that Melberger is sponsoring the Thank seminar. You. Yeah, uh, and uh, that's at the Festival of Flowers. Yeah, Mark at the Festival of Flowers. And then Mark Peterson was talking about you. You get points if you come to yeah. the seminar. Some of their uh, bonus points or whatever they and give. Those can add up to to real money almost. Yeah, yeah. That's if you're a sauce customer. And you get signed up, go to the website, check it out. So it's kind of an interesting Yeah, safestivaloverflowers.com. Yeah. A lot, uh, a lot going on next week. Yeah. What else, Trace? You want to talk again about the... Sure. Plant of the weekend, 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 weekend. All right. So this he's, is he's, a Vitex called Fascination. I always have to look at the name to make sure I get oh, it right. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right, so it's pretty cool-looking Vitex. It's got the, the traditional purple flower like the, the other one does, but this one has a purple back to the leaf and to the stem, uh, and it also doesn't get quite as big, so we're talking around six foot. Gorgeous. I think it's a very striking plant. If you've ever grown Vitex before, when they're blooming, they're prolific. Mm-hmm. And um, so this is a good way to get the color even a longer period because the leaves are almost as pretty as the blooms. Uh, $29.99, and uh, I didn't count them, but I imagine there's a few less than 20 Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, these were literally being sold as they unloaded them. 
So um, <laughs> check them out online, and uh, if you're not familiar, if you are familiar, just call and you want one, but you can't pick it up today, but you can tomorrow or the next day. Call 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760, and um, they'll put aside some for you. Just tell them what you want, and they'll make it easy for you. But we have a lot of people that do that, and this one, like, uh, he had to bring more in after last weekend, so... Uh, once people see them, they really like them. They really are pretty. So check them out online and see what you think. Hey, we need to take a break. So uh, anything else, Trace? No, I think that'll do it. Cool. And Ann Schiller, I see, is over there. Maybe we are. So we we'll, got a, we'll we got here. an organizational meeting after the Oh, that's show. right. Well, we, well, will Ann come on the radio? We'll, sit, we'll find out after this on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulvardy Road. Let's face it, if you're growing tomatoes, you know there's nothing better than a homegrown tomato. The only thing that comes close is bragging on that tomato to other people and maybe even winning prizes for those tomatoes. That's why a long time ago, Millburgers established the Top Tomato Contest, a friendly and fun way for gardeners to brag on their tomatoes and win some terrific prizes. This year, that Top Tomato Contest is June 8th at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road, and it all starts at 10 o'clock. It goes from 10 to noon when the judging will take place. There are three different categories, cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, and then the biggest tomato based on weight. And one tomato will be named San Antonio's Top Tomato. So for more information, go to millburgernursery.com and mark your calendars for June 8th. We're going to have lots of fun at Millburgers Top Tomato Contest. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. Our roads, our safety. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, 
you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomLineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. And Schiller is here. And we're going to talk a little Festival of Flowers, and then we're going to give you one last chance to win some tickets oh. to Festival of Flowers. So, uh, so write down this number. Don't call yet. 210-308-8867. Ann, are you excited? we got less than a week. I am. By this time next week, gosh, it'll be history. Yeah. The 22nd <laughs> Annual Festival of Flowers will be history. Well, you'll be calling us in telling us how well it went. If I'm awake. Yeah, yeah I know. It's a, it is exhausting. If, if, if you want to do some fun people watching, uh, watch Anne uh, during the event. Yeah. She is moving. And you know what? I think I see Mark yeah. Peterson coming over here from Saws. Oh, where is and Mark Peterson? Mark is coming over because he is going to be meeting with Jerry and Kelly. There he is. About our mm-hmm. 945 seminar. Okay. On Plan it, meaning how to plan out your landscape and your garden. Planting it, which means plant selection, and grow it, which means everything you need to know about keeping it alive, healthy, and, well, growing. So I know that uh, all these three guys have never done presentations before. Right. Right. But they're going to be talking about how they're going to make everything entertaining as they always do yes. so it's going to be a great kickoff seminar at the festival of flowers next saturday Nine forty-five to 11 it's all part of a day of gardening know-how sponsored by millburgers right here millburgers landscape nursery and yeah. i do want to announce that at every seminar there are five that day uh someone will win a gift certificate to millburgers compliments of Festival of Flowers. Yay! Very cool. That'll be fun. It will. All right. So, and then you want me to say? Do you want me to tell the other seminars? Yes. And you can say okay. So, from after they speak, after their lively panel discussion, <laughs> the poor person that has to follow them, but I'm sure they're capable. On why good soil matters is from eleven to noon, by Andy Chidester. Andy Chidester. Yeah. And uh, she got her start working with John Dromgul in Austin, and uh, Ladybug natural brand which isn't around anymore but she's kind of moved on over to fox farm soil and fertilizer but she is probably uh one of the most low profile but most knowledgeable people about organic gardening and soil enrichment in texas let's see from noon to one vegetable gardening in the four seasons hosted by david how do you pronounce that david (laughs) so does he need any introduction no because if it grows he knows that's right yeah so this is a this again this is a day of gardening know-how and this tells you how to vegetable garden how to grow edibles year-round not just in the spring 
essential herbs and spices for a San Antonio kitchen garden uh, from 1 to 2 by Mary Dunford. Always, always, you know, that's something that it's hugely popular, you know, you know, growing on your patio or in a garden, you know, those herbs and spices that just are acclimated for our way of cooking in South Texas and San Antonio. And nobody, I think, knows herbs yeah. M- more about herbs than Mary Dunford. Mary's <laughs> provides, uh, you know, a lot of the herbs that you buy at local nurseries, even at HEB. Hmm. They come from Mary's greenhouses. How cool is that? And Mary is a good speaker, too. She is. And she'll be selling herbs. Yes, she will. Nature's Herb Farm will have herbs to sell. And then two to three when good gardens go bad. Yes, that is uh, that is uh, earth-friendly solutions to all kinds of garden problems, whether it's uh, pest, uh, soil, fungus, you know, I can't even count on my hand how many problems there are in a garden, even though I just looked at them all this morning in my own bed. <laughs> but she, but she's a wonderful speaker. She's written all. She's written a variety of books. She used to edit and publish a magazine that was distributed at nurseries throughout Texas, called Homegrown Texas. Yeah, I love and that. She, magazine. yes, she is. She's organic based. But such a knowledgeable gardener, and she loves to share, share and she's so entertaining. Well, yeah. we're, what we're going to do is we're going to keep talking about the Festival of Flowers, but as we run out of time, we're going to give caller number three right now a chance to win a pair of tickets. Uh, normally, uh, adults are $7. There's a dollar off coupon in the Millburger newsletter. Uh, kids are free if they're under 10. Uh, it's next Saturday at the Austin Highway Event Center at uh, 1948 Austin Highway between Eisenhower and Walsham. Uh, free parking, help carrying in and out stuff if you need help. Uh, it's from 9 to 5 next Saturday, again, at the Austin Highway Event Center. And caller number 3 at uh, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867 will win. Okay, so did you hear Lisa? Lisa is all prepared for the, the citywide plant exchange. She's got her stuff ready to go. <laughs> I, I hope we're up for the challenge. <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought, I thought it was a fairly... Uh, uh, bad uh, what? happening this morning because we, for one of the fir- few times, we were able to identify Lisa's pr- plant. Yeah, she got, got it right away. Wow, then this may be easier this year. It yeah. may be. Yeah, no, it's uh, and people do that. Uh, we'll we'll get people that start planting and preparing for the uh, plant exchange uh, pretty much uh, two or three months ahead of time, if not longer. It's a fun thing. Right, and so what you do is you bring in, you, carts and wagons are welcome, and you bring in your plants. There's a set of guidelines. I mean, there are a few things that we ask, and that is, number one, that they be rooted, and you just don't pick a stick up out of the soil. <laughs> but, no, look at the guidelines at safestivalofflowers.com, and uh, bring in your plants. Wagons, carts, again, are welcome. And this is the way it works. You, you come in. And uh, we have a plant person who looks at everything and says, yep, 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 or nope, or yep, yep, nope. <laughs> That's the process. But then you go over, and based on the plant size you are bringing in, you get tickets. 
And so you use those tickets then to exchange them for other plants at the plant exchange. And you can do it multiple times during the day. And then uh, the different uh, exhibitors that you'll have, what kind of will be featured? Yes, there are. I do want to mention one thing, a couple of things that are new this year. Uh, One, uh, the Men's Garden Club and Texas AgriLife Extension are establishing a children's garden area. And I saw a sampling of it yesterday at Basil Fest. And those kids were having the best time potting up little basil plants. And... So that's going to be happening. Uh, That's new this year. And also the city of San Antonio, uh, they're, uh, well, for lack of, well, this is what they are. The city of San Antonio Department of Waste Management, uh, they are bringing over uh, a lot of bags of compost. And that's going to be available free to uh, attendees for as long as it lasts. Cool. All right. So it'll be free compost and free kids area. I see. So what have we, uh, and we'll mention if you haven't been, um, this is gardening, gardening, gardening. So you're not going to find, you know, some home and garden shows you find uh, mops, squeegees, hot me, tubs. Me in a hot tub. Yeah. They, they, and they, they had turned that down. I think at the, uh, the first annual they did you in the hot tub thing and right. that was it. Just the one. Practically naked. Yeah. It didn't go <laughs> it over. It drove everybody out. <laughs> it just not go, did not go as, over as well. We got <laughs> close one year with the, uh, the, with the, uh, the toilets. What was that? The, oh, yeah. The patio oh, garden. Yeah, the patio garden. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. That yeah, did work. Well, worked out well. Yeah. But it's next Saturday at Austin Highway Event Center. Admission is only $7. Children under 10 are free, and there is an activity this year for kids. A lot of free parking, and you can find all the details at safestivaloflowers.com. Yeah, and you'll, you'll, you'll want to go. We're going to be there broadcasting. Uh, I think all of our the, the, your, their favorite garden shows will be broadcasting. Is that right? Yes, that's Good. right. Um, so let's see. And I was trying to think if there's anything else to bring up. You can find a list of vendors at safestivaloflowers.com. And, and every one of those vendors will have somebody available that's expert. Yeah. Well, that's right. We say there's an expert in every booth because if you want to know about growing roses, they're there. If you want to know about daylilies, they're there. Herbs, they're there. So it's a great place just to go and ask questions. And if you... Uh, are familiar with the horticulturists in the area, uh, you're b- bound to see every single one of them at, at, at the event. So. And I do want to thank uh, San Antonio Water System for being our co-host. And uh, this year, of course, as always, uh, everyone who attends will get a free Xeriscape plant, complement of saws. What kind of plant? Last. Do we know? Well, yeah, Ma- I guess Mark, we could ask Mark. Mark, Mark. Uh, and listed those last time. And our uh, se- a, a couple of our seminars, you'll be able to earn water saver rewards points. Yeah. It, it, oh, Mark's it's coming Mil- up. What's the plant, Mark? Yeah. Free giveaway Mil- at is the. Millburger having a? They have a booth. Well, Millburgers this year is sponsoring our. Are they're hosting our seminar right, series? Right. No booth. Which we are now. No booth, but they're hosting our seminar series, and as I said. Uh, Everyone who attends, we're going to have a drawing at each seminar. That would be nice. And for a drawing for a Millburgers 
plant or gift certificate compliments a festival of flowers. Okay. Thank you. See, Here's let, Mark. Let, yeah, now Mark I turn it over to Mark. Plant okay. Gig, plant and Schiller, everyone. And Schiller. Mark Peterson, everybody. Mark Peterson. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that smattering of applause. <laughs> um, yeah, what, uh, what Ann and I are going to do with the both of you right after this program mm-hmm. is briefly talk about how we're going to arrange it and what topics. In my mind, oh, we're going no. we're, we're to sit around and we have plant it. Uh, plant it. Yeah, I always do it. I know. I'm thinking plant it, I feel better. Plant it, yeah. And grow it. And so I have a list of topics from what I get on the Garden Geek and from what I hear, what goes on the topics of here. Um, and I'm just going to uh, ask you individually what would you do on these particular topics. On plant, yeah, oh, good. On, each, so, each, on each one of these topics. So, that's uh, right. So that's what I kind of thought we, we would do. Uh, the other new item on that is we finally agreed on the points this week. So, so uh, if you see anything contrary, uh, you will be able to get three rewards points, Saul's rewards points. Uh, two for our program is what we decided. Of course. We decided that we're worth two. Um, and uh, uh, the gentleman, Nick Chichester, Chichester, what? can never pronounce it. he's going to get one. The soil? Is he the soil person? Soil, soil person. Yeah. So I, 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 Andy. 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 And so I, 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 I bless that as the other one for the plant. That's good. Hey, now what? what is the saw's plant handout? The, the, the plant, we have three. And I knew you were asking me about that. I was, like, trying to think as I walked up to the microphone. <laughs> it's a Blackfoot Daisy, Mystic Spires, and the Upright Rosemary. Oh, Mystic Spires is it? Yeah. What is how tall does that get, Mark? You remember? Uh, it's going to be it's going to be tall because uh, for those who attended Spring Bloom, it was about four inches tall, and so this is going to in the pot is probably going to be about eight inches okay. tall, and in the in the in the field it'll be yeah. uh, twelve. So the 12 r- earlier you get there, the more choice you have. Huh? That's correct. All right. Well, thank you, sir. No, thank you. Uh, y'all, y'all discuss. We're, we're looking for forward to this lively presentation. Yes. And are, are you going to be there as well? What's that? Are you going to be there? Yeah. I'll oh. be setting up. So, all right. Well, we'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to uh, Ashley doing a great job getting all those calls on the air and picking our winners today. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. We'll see you next Saturday when we'll be at the Festival of Flowers right here on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.